welcome to another episode of the Mad Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Begley, Goni, and Wayne. What is up, Mad Mob? It is the last episode of Honesty and Transparency. We are on to tight ends. I've never looked forward uh, to anything any less than doing this episode. Did that make sense? It made a lot of sense. Tight ends are like fullbacks of our show. We don't like talking. <laughs> I hate them. It's like kickers, ranking kickers, man. I hate man. them. I hate them. Goni had to do the uh, the deep analytics of it, and I've I felt so bad for him. So tip of the cap to Goni for for getting these done because ain't no way I was gonna do it. Yeah, it's just it's just not fun. I, I enjoy doing every other position because, you know, you have some kind of insight or whatever, and you're looking for the next breakout guy every year at the running back spot or the wide receiver spot because they're going to help your team out a whole lot. But tight ends are turds just all around. Tight, like, it's Travis Kelsey, and then it's everyone else. You, you might have a couple of the other guys. They'll give you some good weeks, but a lot of guys disappoint. The tight end spot's just not fun. Agreed. Uh, real quick, DJ Moore to the Bears. Uh, mm-hmm. Panthers acquired the number one pick. Uh, Bears got the number nine. What else did they get? Like the number sixty-one, a twenty twenty-four one, and a twenty twenty-five two. They got a haul. Yep. So I think the Bears won this trade. Uh, who who were who are the Panthers looking for? Which which one of the three guys are they? Do you think they're going to take? Bryce Young. Yeah, Beggs and I were talking about this. He's he's majorly anti Justin Fields, and I've been screaming from the mountaintops for months now that they're going to surround Justin Fields with some talent because he's their guy. This is the first step in that process, and uh, Beggs and I were talking about it. They absolutely are in love with one of these these top quarterback prospects. He gave up a lot to get him, and uh, it's probably Bryce Young, like Beggs said. I, I don't. How's it's this, not Stroud, uh, right? What's the uh, what's the way too early, no research outlook for DJ Moore and Darnell Mooney? Darnell Mooney falls. I think DJ Moore can be a. I can't wait to hear this. He loves Bears players. Why? Wide top thirty six. He can beat top thirty six for sure. <laughs> I think it hurts both of them. I think they both fall. Fields, I mean, he, he averages 180 yards a game passing. I don't know that he can support one, much less two. We'll see. We'll see what they do with the draft. If they beef up, beef up the O-line a little bit, work on his pocket passing a little bit in the offseason, we'll see. Yeah. Let's uh, Now for the important part of this episode. This is the episode where we're going to dive into the Mad Fantasy Football Olympics. We're going to really get into the details. I'm Dr. Phil. I'm Switzerland. We're going to see what brought us to this point and how we are going to um, solve the issues that we have. So stay tuned for that and just bear with us through the tight ends. Just bear with us. Or yeah, sorry. just fast forward. Fast forward if you don't care about the tight ends. We're, just, we're strictly just doing this for transparency purposes. So you won't hurt my feelings. Yeah, Mad Mob, this is a, for those of you that might be new to the show, 
we did a consensus ranking at the beginning of the year. Each of us individually ranked uh, our players without looking at each other's rankings, compiled the consensus. We got them out at every position. And this is the final position in our series where we're going back and reviewing it and telling you where we hit and where we missed. So that's what Wayne means by transparency. We are very big on holding accountability around here, especially each other. We're super competitive group of friends. And uh, that's just what we're doing here. It's just a boring one because it's the tight end spot. So we're, we're probably just we're just going to cut up and kind of have a good time. And that's basically about it for the I, tight end spot. I will preface this as well. Uh, I've, I've said it in earlier episodes, but like you said, we've we've had a nice little surge in, in our following over the past couple of weeks. We did these rankings in May last year. So a lot of stuff went down between when we did our rankings and when the season started, and we're not going to make that mistake again this year. Um, so so don't rake us over the coals too bad if we missed too heavily uh, on some of these. But let's get into it so we can get to the less boring part. Our consensus number one was Mark Andrews. Goni and I had him at the one. Beggs had him at the two. And he finished as the tight end four. He missed two games, finished with 847 yards and five tutties, five top three finishes, started the season as the tight end one in two of the first three weeks. So if you drafted him, you thought he was going to be a stud. I mean, tight end one in in two of three weeks, which is amazing. And after week six, uh, yeah. Man, this was one of my favorite episodes we did, even though it was about tight ends. Because I researched my little tail off, and uh, gone. Any any comments to that statement at all? By the way, no. Nah, go ahead, man. Okay, little I tail. Got it. Researched my little tail off, and realized Mark Andrews was was overhyped. The, the the stats didn't support Mark Andrews. These knuckleheads thought he was going to the moon, and they were proven horribly wrong. Tied in four. Yeah, I don't know. You had him at. Four? No, no he was the one. tight end four. He was the yeah, he was the tight end four. I mean, it might have been a little recency bias. Like you said, we did this in May. We were kind of a super startup at that point, going for content. And yeah, I don't know. It was a bold claim. He he took Kelsey down off the throne of the tight end one spots, and it just looked like he could do it again. Uh, I mean, I don't see why he couldn't. And then I guess this year we saw why he couldn't. So yeah. He he's a he's a two hundred he's a two hundred point a year guy. That's what he is. I I think we just saw an outburst. There was a lot of Lamar missing though as well. He played better with Huntley last year. I beg to differ. I you were proven wrong already on the podcast that we did on the tight ends. I encourage you to go back and listen. And you can. Uh, I encourage you to look at his. Do you know what games Lamar missed this year? Do you have that handy or no? Uh, I'm talking about last year when he played with Huntley versus Lamar, and he played very well when Lamar was gone last year. Right, and he finished as the tight end one. However, he finished as the tight end four this year, and with Huntley, he put up a lot of single-digit games. He did, but did Tyler Huntley start every game that Lamar missed? I don't know who else would. Lamar Huntley only started four games. Lamar Huntley, did they have a love child? Ooh, who's Lamar yep. Huntley? Whoa, Tyler Huntley only uh, only only played in four games that Lamar missed. 
So what what games were they? So we can just get this out the way. They were. Let me see here. They were all on the back end of the year. 13, 15, 16, 17. Okay, so you got 9, 9.4, 6.1, 7.5, and then a 19 banger in week 17. There you go. Yeah, it's just, it's not good. They also played good. it twice in Denver, which was a horrible matchup, to be fair. They played twice in Denver? They played Denver and Pitt twice. Then they had Cleveland and Atlanta. It's matchups. T- Tyler Huntley fed Mark Andrews a year ago. Absolutely fed him his stats. Got him to the 300. He didn't this year, but Mark Andrews, is a, he, he's, he's closer to 200 than he is to 300 every year. He's overhyped. If I had him, but what I'm, I'm for the 106. What I'm saying, though, is with Lamar, he was the tight end one in the first two of the first three weeks. And then Lamar's a tight end now? Of course. Of course he is gone. It, Lamar went nuclear this first three weeks of the season. He was the MVP. Right. And, but in week five and week six, he was the tight end three and two also. I'm just saying he did, he did very well with Lamar for the most part. He sure. fell off a lot throughout the year. but Yeah. I, I mean, he's good with Lamar. I'm not saying he's not. I'm just saying last year, if you look at the numbers, he did better with Tyler Huntley than he did with Lamar Jackson. That's fine, it, but it's this year, and he didn't. I, I'm just explaining why you were a knucklehead for thinking he would outscore Travis Kelsey. Yeah, tried to go too big brain on that man. I was, I was well, wrong. You were right. Wayne was wrong as well. You were right. You damn. don't, you don't come off Kelsey, man. You, you just don't. Lesson learned. Tip it a cap to you. Um, Thanks. just keep the king, the king. Same thing going into next year. Speaking of trying to go big brain and failing miserably, our consensus too was Travis Kelsey. I had him at the four. I had I had Father Time finally catching up with this man, um, and I ate every last bit of crow, every last bit of it, every last crumb of crow went down my gullet. Uh, I had him at the four. Gone had him at the two. Bags had him at the one. Everybody knows where he finished. Finished as the one with over thirteen hundred yards, twelve tutties. Uh, his sixth time he's finished as the number one tight end in the last seven years. Only had five games all season where he wasn't a top six tight end on the week. Uh, he he would have been the WR5. Uh, so he, he put up CeeDee Lamb numbers as a tight end, which is absolutely insane. He finished over 100 points better than the number two tight end. I mean, this man went... Yeah nuclear and just again i'm still picking feathers from between my teeth he he just he's the number one option in an offense that that's moves the ball and gets a lot of yards and you just can't discount that it's just one of those things i mean i would never put him at the tight end four i I couldn't fade him that hard i just flip-flopped him with andrews going into the season but i mean with a lot of people the Sentiment was they lost Tyreek Hill going into the season. Again, I'm going to say this numerous times. We did this back in May. So Tyreek Hill leaves Kansas City. You think, hey, Travis Kelsey's the only guy they have. Let's just triple or quadruple team this guy every single game, and he's going to get shut down. Plus, Andrews had the big season that he did. And, uh, yeah, he, he only had single digits twice all season. As Wayne said, if you compared him to wide receivers, he would have finished as the wide receiver five on the year. That's just 
a ridiculous positional advantage to have at the tight end spot. And I won't make the same mistake next year. He's going to be my tight end one for sure. Yeah. I mean, you just tight ends age. I, I, I get it. I think you got, I think Wayne especially was, was using age as a you know, way to regress him. Tight ends age differently, man. Jason Witten was, was a, a top 12 guy at 36. They just age different. And tight ends suck. And they suck. I think any of us could probably be a top 12 tight end if we played every game. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but the first time you <laughs> yeah. get a forearm shiver in your, into your teeth, I, I'm out of there. Fair enough. All right. Our consensus three, Kyle Pitts. I had him at two. Gone had him at four. Beggs had him at three. He finished as a tight end, 33. Finished with 356 yards, two tutties. Missed seven games due to injury. Only had two top six weeks on the season. That offense was just completely awful. Uh, They didn't use any of their weapons. They were dead in the water 90% of the time. Uh, Marcus Mariota, not very conducive to to a passing offense. Um, but he's out, still nervous because what's Desmond Ritter? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, again, Kyle Pitts is – this is my last year ranking him on physical ability and hype. If they don't figure out the quarterback issue, um, he's he's. – I'm fading him heavily in, my, in next year's rankings. You know, to me it's not a quarterback issue. It's just that they didn't didn't throw the freaking ball, man. I mean, I mean, they look like the old Lombardi Packers out there. Arthur Smith, I, I remember, I forgot what game, but maybe it was the Tampa game. It's like third and eight, and he ran a fullback dive. And, and, you know, try, and he was on a, on a, you know, late in the game. Like, what are you doing? I, I'm with you, Wayne. I, I'm going to rank him high just because of his ability. I think Ritter's going to throw the ball more than Mariota did. But what are you doing, Arthur Smith? And honestly, it, it was a lot of accuracy issues for Mariota. He there was a few games. There was three here that actually no, there was there was a lot more than three. There was five games where he only saw five targets or less, and twice throughout the season, his his game high was five receptions, and he only did it twice. He's got a lot of twos and threes sprinkled in here. He had he had a nine target game, eight, a couple sevens. So, I mean, you just you need to put the ball in his hands, really. And Mariota couldn't do it. So he, he's gone. I still like the raw athletic talent that the guy has. Uh, so, I mean, I, I've got him up there for hype again next year. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. But this team needs a lot of help. Agreed. Our consensus number four, we got Dalton Schultz. Goni and I had him at the three. Beggs had him at the six. He finished as the tight end ten. Finished with 577 yards and five tutties. Missed two games, pretty much missed three games. Uh, he took a snap or two in the, in the third game. Six games inside the top six, six games as the tight end 20 or worse. Um, the absolute definition of a feast or famine guy, um, which is why he finished barely inside the top 12. Just thought he was going to be utilized more in the red zone. Uh, I had more faith in the offense. I, I really just thought he was going to be used similar to how he was used last year, and he just wasn't. Ferguson came out as a good option, and Begley preseason said that, you know, they probably weren't – they were probably going to move on from Dalton Schultz, and it seems like they did that. 
they slowly did that through the course of the season. Yeah, I try to I try to tell you all, man. It's you know it, it was a contract year for him. He was wanting big money. Dallas, I don't think ever wanted to pay big money for him. Um, yeah, I, I think he also had a couple injured games, which 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 hurt his case, but. Overall, big disappointment for Don Schultz. I know he was going pretty high in redraft, like sixth, seventh round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in a killer year. He's coming off a killer year, but CeeDee Lamb had the breakout season this year. A lot of the targets went to him. That's that's just really the moral of the story here. So, I mean, any ideas on where he might go next year? Does it matter? Uh, I'm going to say Chargers. That would be solid, I think, though. I don't know that he's better than Gerald Everett, talent-wise, but I say Chargers. Uh, I'd take him over Gerald Everett. He, he He's a good blocker, right? He's kind of like – he's a Jason Witten guy. His, his What he does is he finds soft spots and zones, runs 10-yard routes, and sits down in them. He he runs what I've dubbed just the, the, the tight end touchdown route, just a little fade out to the sideline. That's his route. That's his purpose. That's why I had him as the tight end three. Uh, I thought he was just going to be a touchdown guy. I didn't think he was going to PPR anybody to death or have you know those big hundred yard games. I just I thought he was going to be find pay dirt regularly. Uh, only found it five times all year. Yeah. Dallas right. also ran more too. So our consensus five: George Kittle. I had him at the five. Gone had him at the six. Beggs had him at the four. He was the tight end three. He missed two games, finished with 765 yards and a career-high 11 tutties. Six weeks as a top-five tight end, five weeks as the tight end 20 or worse. George Kittle, slow start, blazing hot finish. Yeah, man. He he absolutely won playoffs for people this year. I mean, just you, you can't forget about him, man. As long as he plays, he's incredible. Always. And he, he had a lot of great uh time with brock purdy brock purdy kind of just came into his own over the final what eight or nine games of the season and george kittle really benefited from that he found him a lot and he just got back into form really george kittle was kind of slipping from the you know ranks of the top three top four tight ends just from injuries and production standpoints from you know previous years so it's good to see him back and good to see him getting in the end zone for once at least at a high clip yeah Christian McCaffrey definitely helped him there. Um, if he's if he's healthy, I think I like him. If he's healthy, he's got to be up there. Our consensus six, Darren Waller. I had him as the eight. Goni and Begley had him at the five. He was the tight end thirty-one. Finished with a little less than four hundred yards and three tutties. Five weeks inside the top twelve. Three games as the tight end thirty-ish or worse. Uh, I mean. He played what? What is that? Nine games, nine games, and over half of them were inside the top twelve. He showed flashes. I mean, he showed flashes when he was on the field. He just can't get healthy. He's dead to me. He's dead to me too. He's he's washed in my opinion. Honestly, he was bad. I'm I'm looking like at his game logs and like the weeks even that he finished inside the top twelve. It's with. We're barely. 11 points, 13 points. Yeah, yeah, nine points finishing as the tight end 12 in week 16. It's just he, he doesn't have, like, any spark or anything. He didn't really come close to 100 yards. 
He scored three touchdowns. He's going to be 31 next year. I think his time is coming gone. I agree. Especially because Vegas spit in their franchise quarterback's face this year. He's going to have Anthony Richardson probably throwing the ball. Hard pass. Yep. Way too early. It doesn't matter to me who's throwing. Yeah, I agree with that too. Uh, Consensus 7, TJ Hawkinson. Uh, Goni and I had him at the 7. Beggs had him at the 8. He finished as the tight end too. Uh, had 914 yards and six studies, six games inside the top eight, seven games outside the top 12. Uh, traded to the Vikings in week eight, uh, 10 games with uh, with Kirk Cousins. Uh, everybody knows what happened. Outside of his, like, I forget, like 40 or 50 point game, he had, I think it was 39.9 point game, if, I, if memory serves. It uh, was. Yeah, I remember that because of our, our bad teams that we drafted. Outside of that, he really didn't do much with the Lions, but he went to the Vikings and absolutely went nuts. So, for me, Hawk to the moon next year. In a dynasty, Hawk or Pitts? Hawk. Pitts is dead to me. Hawk as well. I'm going Pitts there, boys. It's not close for me. He's a baby. Hawk is 25. Yeah, but... Pitts is they age them. different. They age bad, different, boy. They do age different. That is true. I'm, I'm just, just saying, like, it's still going off of hype, but he's the clear number two option in the offense. You're going to be looking to cover Jetta first if you're you're matched up against the Vikings. Hawk is a big, strong, fast target across the middle. He got tons of targets when he came to Minnesota. And, I mean, they just got rid of Adam Thielen. Not like he was really doing much anyways, but – they don't go out and draft a wide receiver. There's not really anything in the free agency class like we talked about before. You're looking at K.J. Osborne, and I look for Hawk to get more targets than Osborne. Okay. Aside from that, 900 yards and only six touchdowns was good for the tight end, too. Just a, just a, just right. a, just a real dumpster fire of a position. Yep. All right, our consensus eight, Zach Ertz. I had him at the six. Gone had him at the nine. Beggs had him at seven. He finished as the tight end 19. Missed seven games, so who knows what that would have been. Uh, finished with over a little over 400 yards and four touchdowns. Um, only two games outside the top 12. Um, he, did, uh, he did tear an ACL and an MCL, but he should be available for week one. Uh, D-hop leaving, so he should see a little bit more target share. Well, should see a little bit more target share. He's probably going to be relied on a little bit more. Um, seven games, missed seven games, finishes the tight end 19. He was solid when he was there. The position sucks. What do y'all think with this with this offense, losing Cliff Kingsbury, losing D-Hop? What do, you, what do y'all think going forward for him? I think I want to take a melatonin and just go to sleep right now on this. I don't know. I don't know what Ertz is going to be, man. Uh, he's probably going to be in my top twelve by default, but I'm not excited about him. I like him. I like him next year for like a a later tight end pick. Honestly, he he's going to be 33 years old, so he's definitely getting up there. But with uh, Hopkins suspension through his first six games, Ertz's production looked like 11, 15, 10, 16, 10, 14. You know that's. It ain't going to win you a week, but for the tight end spot, that's really solid, actually. So 
he missed, you know, plenty of games with the injury to the ACL and MCL. Being that Hopkins is going to be gone next year, Hollywood, him, I could see him getting some good work in, depending on Kyler Murray, obviously. Kyler Murray is going to be, he's going to play a huge role in it and to when he gets back on the field. I think without Kingsbury, I don't know that he gets the volume. I'm taking guys like Chig and Dulcich and Komet over Ertz easily next year, especially in redraft. Who? Dulcich, Komet. Who? Chig. Chig. Who? Cole yeah. who? You'll see. Cole who? Where's Where does he play? Where's Cole Komet playing? Who's man? throwing the ball to him, man? Yeah, who's throwing the ball to Cole Komet? Who's number nine, Wayne? <laughs> man. <laughs> Hates Pieces of the Bears offense, man. man. Reaching for pieces Justin, of the Bears offense. Justin Fields is, is Begley's boy. Uh, our consensus number nine, we got Dawson Knox. Goni and I had him at the 10. Beggs had him at the nine, and he finished as the tight end 14. Missed two games, finished with a little over 500 yards and six tutties. Only had five games inside the top 12. Wasn't the touchdown monster we thought he was going to be. That being said, he's looking to be the starting tight end for the Bills next year. How do y'all feel about him going forward? I think he's a touch, touchdown dependent. So I think his score goes as the touchdowns he scores. I mean, this year he had our time finding pay dirt. I, again, he's a late round flyer. Uh, you're not excited about him, but you know, for the tight end spot, I think he's a borderline top 12 guy. Same here. This is this is a guy where I would absolutely just skip over next year. He had four games that he had over five targets. So as Begg said, he goes as the touchdowns go. He's not really a major part of the offense. He had one boom game scoring over 20 points throughout the whole year. It's just if you're down this far, just punt the position, the tight end spot, and, and just either stream him weekly or I guess throw a dart at a guy you like to make a breakout. But a breakout is like – a guy scored 18 points once in like five weeks, probably. Consensus number 10. Nasty. Gross. Mike Gusecki. I had him at the nine. Goni had him at the 13. Beggs had him at the 11. Finished as a tight end 23. Finished with 362 yards, five tutties, only three games inside the top 12 in a crappy position. Uh, I big brain this one too much. I thought with Tyreek coming to town, the offense would be kicking on all cylinders, which it was. But I thought he was going to get a little bit more red zone love, but it just didn't work out like that. And I looked, I looked dumb on this one. It it only didn't happen like that because the Dolphins have the capability to score from fifty plus out any given play. Yeah. So I mean, Tyreek and Waddle just turning on the burners that uh, takes away a couple red zone drives because they're scoring from anywhere on the field but he's another guy man he was just highly disappointing all around he's dead to me i lost a weekly doink bet with bags i took gaseki over it doesn't even matter who i, I don't even remember who zach it was, Ertz, i believe zach Ertz. all right there yeah i had the same logic i had the same logic it was a phenomenal matchup too i think it, it was someone who was very weak against the tight ends like cincinnati arizona was it cincinnati Cincinnati, okay, yeah, and yeah, it's just terrible, so he only had three games all season where he scored over double digits, one boom game as the tight end one in week six against Minnesota with 24.9, this is uh, PPR scoring as well, 
Yeah, he's dead to me. I want no part of him. Punt the position. Yeah, he he's trash. He he hates blocking reportedly in an offense where, you know, the guy comes from San Francisco with Kittle. He asks his tight ends to block. It's a horrible fit, fading him all the way. Yeah. Consensus 11. Let's get it over with, Wayne. Last one. What do we got? We got two more. Oh, no. Consensus 11. For all my French people, Dallas Goddard. <laughs> 11, we got Dallas Goddard. Uh, I had him at the 12. Goni had him at the 11. Beggs had him at the 12. He was the tight end 12. Uh, he finished with a little over 700 yards and three tutties. Missed five games. That's that's really, I mean, any, any expansion on that? He, I mean, missed five games. Could have probably jumped up to the tight end six-ish, but... This was just a crazy year for injuries. I mean, just uh, just at every position, just injuries left and right, and it's just it, tight ends were were no different. Yeah, who who's number twelve, Wayne? Friarmouth. 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 The original uh, MVP. The, the original, original, the OG MVP. Goni and I had him at fourteen. Beggs had him at ten. Finished at the eight. Missed two games, 732 yards, two tutties, nine games inside the top 12. Uh, I wonder if that just sealed it for Beggs. It sealed it for me. You all should have listened oh. to him. Muth is the guy, boys. It's, it's, it's poetic justice that I am the tight end whisperer on the back of Pat freaking Friday. All right, cool beans. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so going back, um, the quarterbacks – Goni got uh, was was right most on the quarterbacks, and the Quarterback Mad Fantasy game. consensus rankings were better than the ADP. Going to running backs, I am the running back king. I was right more than they were. The Mad Fantasy guys were better than the ADP. Wide receivers, Goni also the wide receiver king. Uh, the Mad Fantasy guys. Uh, did worse than the ADP. Tight ends, the thing that absolutely nobody cares about. Uh, oh, the yes. worst position ever. Nobody nobody yep. really researches it. Nobody cares. Crash. Uh, Begley got that one. Crown um, me. And we didn't even look at an ADP because it's it's pointless. So enjoy, enjoy your consolation ribbon. Every yep. position matters. And it has to be said, I was wrong the least. The I had the least amount of losses amongst all of us. Man, we got a plastic tiara coming your way, sir. I'll take it. Thank you, God. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Yeah, so if you're if you're like thinking like what tight ends can I do to save my team? Uh his name is Chris Begley and you can find him on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Mad Fantasy Football Podcast. There you go. All right. Let's get to the let's get to the fun part. Dr. Phil, I have to like turn a light on. Like what? Like with all my computers in front of me, it's like washing my face out. I'm like Casper right now. Yeah, man, you look like the dude from Powder. Super old movie. Oh, he's gone. What is Powder going? It's uh, basically a movie about like some albino dude with like powers and stuff. That's weird that you mind that. Know that it was like, it, bro, it was like early '90s, man. I don't know. Okay. People, listen up. I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give a breakdown really quick. 
it's important that you all pay close attention. Uh, Goni is one of those guys. Let me let me just give you all a visual if if you're a listener um, of us physically. Goni is one of those guys that have never been into the gym a day in his life. His diet is absolute garbage. He uh, he like I can't tell you how many times we'd be like playing Xbox at like three a.m. and he'd be housing several pieces of cheesecake. Um, skinny, skinny. It's annoying. Uh, Begley and I are not skinny. I am Begley. I'm not saying this to. Wow, I to take, take shots Paint at you. Paint the picture for him, Wayne. Paint the picture. I'm I'm more in the gym than Begley is, so I'm a little bit. Uh, I'm definitely husky, but I've got you know I've got some some good muscle on me. Begley, um, we call him Diesel. I mean he's 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 strong as a bull oxen. He's. Uh, you'd have as uh, equal tough time trying to rip a tree stump out of the ground than than try and move one. He he's as he's as strong as a bull oxen, but he's a big boy. I, I have to paint. The, I have to paint the picture. Well, well, can I say this? Yes. When I hear the words "big boy," I think of a guy that tucks his stomach into his jeans, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I just I don't tuck my stomach in anyway. I don't. It's I'm not that big a boy. I feel like that needs to be said. Let's just my let's just give the measurements, man. Let's just give the measurements. What are you six three two ninety? Yeah, six three two ninety. Right. He's a big boy. That's right. You wouldn't pass him in the streets and 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 be like, dang fatty. He's just he's <laughs> we we call him Diesel. He's a bull. He's a he's a straight bull oxen. That being said, uh, Goni. Uh, me and Begley have known each other for 16, 17 years, something, some ridiculous amount of time. We played in a lot of sports leagues together, basketball. We've gone to the gym together. Uh, again, Begley, super strong guy. Um, we played in basketball leagues together, softball leagues together. Uh, athlete. He's an athlete. Goni, I, I just met Goni, what's it been, six years? Six, Six years, seven, and he's just like one of those yeah. dudes that just clicked with immediately. You know, we had a love for sports. You know, we play video games. You know, we have a love for just arguing over anything and everything. Uh, and I've played really just some basketball with with Goni that we'd play after work. Goni, he's got some he's got some some skill on the court. Well, we went to this place called Activate in Lexington, Kentucky. That is just kind of a place where you just you do random stuff. Um, there's like target things. There's like little basketball, like you'll shoot in basketball goals. The random games, random like games, mini games more. Or less. D- Google it. Cause I'm going to do a terrible job. Activate is what it's called. There is one room where it's a laser maze and that is exactly how it, how it sounds. They shoot lasers across the room and you have to navigate through it without tripping the lasers. We get up to this room and, and Begley says, let's do the laser maze. Goni Way out of left field. We're all having a good time, vibing. Goni says, nah, we ain't doing the laser maze. You're not nimble enough. 
straight shot it down. You know why I said that though? The reason why I said that is because we had you're you're timed on these. You go in, you have X amount of time to do as many games as possible, collect as many points and stars, which up your ranking amongst the entire city and community. So after you register for each game, it tells you how many minutes you have left. Well, prior to Begley uh, requesting to do the laser maze, we had four minutes left on our our time. So Begley was like, hey, let's do the laser maze. And I mean, I guess I'm in the wrong either way. I can't. There's not really any way to save this. It's like, nah, it's just a waste of time. We have four minutes left. Let's collect some stars and some some points on something we can actually get some points on, which we did. We went on and we went and did trivia and, and we did about we got four levels knocked out in four minutes. It was it was excellent. The laser maze. I said, nah, you're not nimble enough to do the laser maze. And um, it's basically where this all stemmed from. And, and, and let yeah. me say something, Beggs. I'm in there and I'm by no means skinny. I'm I'm five ten two thirty. I'm a big boy myself. Uh, he who shan't be named was in there. He's five eleven <laughs> two thirty five. <laughs> as he's known, and and gone oh, and gone straight triangulated on bags. That's what that's where the issue happened. Well, what really burned my grits? This is my first time here. It's the only game we hadn't played yet. And I thought, well, that sounds fun. Let's try it. Little did I know it was a strategic play on Goni's part to drag me around all day just to circumvent the laser maze. And, and, and he did that because he thought my fatty fat fat would trip a laser. And it's a little frustrating because we did a game called a, a – a, it's basically a game where they shoot lasers at you and you have to dodge them. I would say I was not the weak link in that game. He saw my cat-like nimbleness. It certainly wasn't cat-like. I would say, what, a large dog? The quickness. (laughs) And it it wasn't egregious. It wasn't egregious enough for him to look at me and say, God bless America. I can't do anything with this guy. He treated you you like a beached whale. He did. And and the thing was, Wayne, when he said it, he looked at me from the hair, from the roots of my hair, to the nails on my toes, and he just gave me a, an up down when he said it, and it, it stung. Do you know why it came to you, Begs? Why, Tony? You know, do do you want to know why? Honestly, man, it's because you were the one that brought up the laser maze. Wayne could have brought it up, Gels could have brought it up, and I would have said the same thing to either of them. I don't think I would, if true. I brought it up, if I brought it up, I would have been like, oh wait, nah, I'm not nimble enough for that. You know, no, 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 listen, listen. So Goni and I went to this place a week or two prior and Goni and I did the laser maze and I, and, and one of the lasers got tripped and I'm like looking down around me, like, is it hitting me somewhere? And I look and Goni to describe, to describe Goni physically. What are you? Six, three as well. Six, two, six, two, six, two, about 200. About two hundred. The stupidest hairstyle. Like you remember the hairstyle from like the like the early two thousands where people like do the wave. He's been sure, man. Do He's the wave sure. like like of their bangs, wave it up. We do this laser maze, something a laser gets tripped, and I look over at Goni's stupid face 
and his freaking hair was tripping a laser where he where he like does the wave with his bangs the wave tripped a laser so that's why it kind of caught me off guard when he said begley your your turkey gobbler is going to dangle into a laser i was like dang this man was the weak link when we did it mm. and and wayne wouldn't have been nimble enough to do it either because he was he was all in his bag high stepping on the one lasers and he gets to the end and, <laughs> and he trips and his elbow goes into the button that you're supposed to hit at the end of the room when both people cross the room and I'm still sitting here crossing my man <laughs> you see that and he absolutely elbow drops this this button and lasers shoot all across my body and basically kill me and we lose the game first off yeah. First off, I don't laugh like Seth Rogen. Second, <laughs> you literally said the way I was high-stepping those lasers was the most athletic, dope thing you've ever seen, and I didn't trip and fall. I just w- I had so much momentum that I was just going to use the wall to catch myself, and, and I forearm-shivered the button. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't nimble, though. Uh, uh, here's the, but, but let's not lose sight of the issue here. And I said, hey... That sounds like a fun game to try in this area that a lot of kids do. And I've paid, I've paid my hard-earned doll hairs to get in there and just try everything. When I said that, he had an opportunity to say, no, we're not nimble enough. No, we're not good enough for this. <laughs> he looked at me top to bottom, top to bottom, and said, dude, <laughs> there ain't no way you're, you're getting through that thing. It's stone." It hurts. It still hurts. So bottom line, bottom line, we're going this this sparked a whole big debate about athleticism and we're we're gonna have a little oh, an Olympics. We're gonna run forty times against each other. This is gonna be posted as well, Mad Mob. Uh, we're gonna play some racquetball. We're gonna do one v one wide receiver corner drills. Begley's adamant about a one v one basketball game. We're gonna do that. You know what? Why don't we also? Why don't we just go back to activate and and do the laser maze as well? Well, well, well hang that on. would make the most sense out of anything. No, it, it wouldn't go because what to let me, let me get our, our viewers there. The argument was there's a base level of athleticism everybody has. Mm-hmm. As you age, as you gain weight, you still maintain a baseline level of athleticism, right? Your endurance goes. Your hand-eye coordination eventually goes. You, you lack of the stamina. You lack of the stamina. But you have a baseline athleticism. And you insulted my baseline. Because immediately when we started talking about it, you told me how much better you were than me at everything. And it, it, was, it came up. down to a simple question. Wayne's brother it boiled, it straight up it. asked me at dinner. Straight up asked me at dinner. Hey, Goni, who's more athletic? You or Beggs? And just... I'm pretty sure he could have asked any of us who is more athletic than the other. We don't have it in us to just be like, oh, that guy's more athletic. I'm never going to say that ever. Well, I, I think Begley would say that about me. I think Begley would say that I'm more athletic than Begley, who's more athletic? You or Wayne? Wow. In front of the people right now. Who, who's it going to be? Am I losing? He doesn't connection? want to. It's a little blurry. He does. Yeah, he, he does. He doesn't want to. It's all right, bro. If you're scared, man, it's cool. But who, who's more athletic, you or Wayne? It's a simple question, bro. Just you're answer it. Who has a higher baseline level of athleticism? I just want to know who is more athletic between you and Wayne. Or even. That's it. Or what even. is it? Or even. 
Man, what a cop-out answer that is. No, 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 no. I'll give it to him because me and Begley, we we were like the 2v2 gods on the courts. Boy, if they saw, if people walked in and saw me and Begley were running twos on the courts, they'd turn around and walk away. There was a lot of people that went up against us and just couldn't handle it. Yeah, you guys are so good, man. You got, it, it, just, it just still goes into exactly what I just said, though, is that he didn't say you. He just didn't. He didn't I, say him. He I, took I, the easy route. I think it was. I think it was how you answer it. Because I wouldn't have argued uh-huh. if Begley like kind of thought and thought and thought. You know, I am. He who shan't be named asked you. He said, "Oh God, me." <laughs> you know what? You uh, spitting his burnt grits, man. He he, he snap called it, but it. I wouldn't even if he had a snap called it without calling me a fatty fat fat at activate. It would have been different. I would have respected <laughs> the snap call, and I probably would have done the same thing. But it was after he had insulted my baseline level of athleticism. It, it boiled my grits. So I'm that, not gonna lie. It gets me every time. The chuckles in the background, absolutely, just I love it. It's hilarious. Yeah, she. Uh, that's my wife's <laughs> best appearance. She's making us brownies. Anything to say about that, Tony? Yeah, it's delicious, man. I'm happy for you. I, w- I wish that I could just uh, smash the whole plate when they came out, bro. Uh, so, honey, are you making sugar-free ones? The gluten-free brownies? <laughs> yeah, you don't find you, you won't find gluten in the Begley household. No. Just pinnacles of fitness here. So I'm, I'm the least physically fit person ever. It's just I'm super competitive, and I'm going to project confidence into anything I do. So, of course, I'm going to say myself. And so, so we're going to prove it, man. We're going to so, prove it out on the field. So let me break it down a little bit more. They are going to run a 40-yard dash. They're going to play 1v1 basketball. They're going to run... 1v1 wide receiver corner drills and they are going to play 1v1 in racquetball the mad fantasy olympics um i have already i've already i'll I'll do the 40 with them i've already conceded that though because you've heard it 162 163 i'm 510 i got little baby strides i i'm just gonna be like puttering out there so i'm projecting myself last in that i'll run it i'll run it for the sake of the video though so for those of you that have only listened to us or are new, we post every single one of these on YouTube. So that'll be a good one to watch. That being said, I'm I'm going to post it to YouTube um, whenever we do the episode with just the video. And then for, for the listeners of Spotify, the Apple people, I'm going to post the videos as well, but I'm going to throw some commentary uh, in the background for you all in, in case you... Uh, still don't want to go to YouTube to watch it. So I'll give you some commentary and, and break down on what's what's going on for all the events. I'm not sure when we're going to get this rolling. I thought it, we might be, it, it might be a little while out. I don't know if we're going to be able to do it all, you know, in one day or if they plan on breaking it up, you know, into a, you know, one every two weeks. Logistics or not, we haven't figured out the logistics, but... Um, we will give a time frame as soon as we have one. It really comes down to Goni because Goni lives an hour away from where we are. So it just depends when, when he can make it down here. But we have the gym. We have we have the basketball courts that we need. We have the football field for the 40 and the 1v1 wide receiver corners. 
we have the racquetball courts all set up. So we have the locations all ready to go. We just need to get the timing down. You know something else that Goni said that's just stuck in my crawl since he said it? We asked how fast could we run a 40. Goni said he could run a 5-2. I didn't. I said a 6-2, bro. Okay. You definitely six. said faster than I did. I said a 6-2. Okay. You said Skewing. a 6 You're a skewer. No, no, no. You know, you were right. It was 6-2. If you Google, like, what an average person can run in a 40, just a normal human being, the average is generally about five and a half. So you're saying that you're slower than the average human, and you still think you're going to dust me in the 40. Honestly, I just threw a number out. I, I have no idea what the average was. I haven't ran a, I haven't ran 40 yards in... I couldn't even tell you. I can't even tell you the last time I ran 40 yards in a row. It's it's usually about 10 and then stop, if that. So, yeah, I don't know. Whatever whatever it is, yes, I think I can beat you in a race, though, regardless. I might be slower than the average human, but I'm faster than the average Begley. Oh. I, I, I mean, they, wow. There's just no grounds to say that. Now, if we run the Not 40. Not yet. If we run the 40. If we if we play a game of basketball, we run our routes, we play a game of racquetball, and you get dusted in all of them. Mm-hmm. Will I get a formal apology on the pot? And will you tell me I, I'm the greatest ever? If you beat me in all four of them? Yeah. Yeah, if you beat me in all four of them, I will take back everything I ever said, and I will absolutely just declare you as the winner. I'll present you myself, bro. But and, if I beat you in at least two of them, you have to. Tell why? me that I'm the greatest. Why do I have to say that when I was the one that was called obese? Because you go to the gym more often than I do. You should, in theory, be more athletic than I. You play. I've played racquetball twice in my life, and you want this. I haven't played basketball since Vietnam, and uh, I don't even know why that's in there. To be honest with you, listen though, man, the you, you're the one that called the him out. You you called. Yeah. You have a hundred pounds on me. You All called. Right morbidly obese told me i was on my deathbed and, right. and I, you didn't, I didn't me, say that but all right you want me to coronate you mm-hmm. should you beat me in two of the four is that what you said yeah i didn't even want basketball wow. in here. I just agreed I to it because you were adamant about it did you hear this Wayne? Am, am i out of bounds here yeah, it sounds like he's slowly trying to back out of this no not at all I'm going to absolutely dust him in the running one and the wide receiver one. I'm going to destroy him in basketball. I'm probably going to lose racquetball. I'm probably going to imagine doing something for your third time ever against a guy who's been playing with you and your brother for years now. How embarrassing would that be for Begley? I can assure you, I can assure you in, in the, in the games that Begley's in with, with me and who shan't be named Begley's the weak link. Yeah. Yeah. Time out. You were the one who challenged me to basketball and racquetball. I didn't choose any of this. You said this. Wasn't I? Egoni. Maybe, maybe racquetball. I wouldn't bring up basketball. You brought I, I just agreed to it because you and wanted you it. You tried to back out of it, and then I said, no. You wanted the smoke. You're going to inhale it. Hey, man. We're going to get it either way. Like I said, I don't I don't care. I'm going to destroy you in two of them. I know for All sure. All right. All right, boys. And you should be embarrassed. Hang on. Hey. Hang on. Wait. I got, I got one more comment. Hang on. Goni, you act like you've got the shiftiest hips. 
And act like when you're guarding me out there, 1v1 on routes, you're going to be prime Revis. Like, I'm going to be on the island. You are. Goni Island. Why do you feel that way? I just do, man. I just do. And then if you burn me, it's going to be one of the Wayne things where I'm going to say, I deserve this. <laughs> I can't wait to listen that at it, the top of my lungs. It's I'm trying to keep my opinion to myself because I'm the only one that's played with both of you. So I'm the only one that truly knows. Um, so you, wanna... you can't you can't hate on Goni. Goni's confident. He's never played with you. He doesn't know if you suck. He doesn't know if you're good. Begs, you're confident in your own ability. You know, Goni's never seen you play, man. Of course, he's not gonna. But why would he default to me being a sucktard? I don't think it's that. I, mean, I think he's just defaulting to him being better than you. Yeah, yeah but that's all. He, man. By his own admission, sucks. He just that said, being said basketball. You're gonna de- you're gonna beat me in the basketball. I, I think I'm going to destroy you in the other tube just because I think I'm faster. And then racquetball. I think that. Even though this will be my third time ever playing, I have a chance. You, you, it's a sport that, that you've played for three times, and you think you're going to be better than me at it. That's just irrational confidence, is what that is. That's what you have to have in life. It's not at all. It you is, man. Hubris in your life. That's good. If I didn't have, if I didn't have irrational confidence, we wouldn't be talking about this right now. It's going to get your feelings hurt, and and, and what I hope sincerely. That that there's a hotline you can call when I'm done when I'm done with you in this athletic competition, okay. to where okay. you can get your self confidence back because it's important. Fair enough. Not have any when we're done. No. With you. I, I just I just hope that Goni looks at at the Husky guys a little bit different. You know what I mean? Uh, I didn't realize I didn't realize how far he looked down on on people with a little bit of extra belly fat on them. So so Begley's out here doing it for all the guys that. That, for all the guys in XLs and up, you know what I mean? For all the X gangs, you know, uh, Goni might, you he might look at him a little bit different. He body shamed me. He did. He did it right there and activate in front of God and Steve, the front desk worker. He body shamed me. <laughs> Bro, who, who runs a faster 40 time, an offensive lineman or a safety? <sighs> wow. Wayne, we need, before we log off on this pod, the people need your official predictions. Official predictions. Yeah. Begley takes basketball. Yeah, I've said that. It's fine. Can I make my predictions, man? Go ahead. Begley takes basketball. Begley takes wide receiver corner. Begley takes racquetball. You might as well give him the 40 then as well, honestly. Goni takes the 40. And there we have it. There we have it. Hopefully on Friday we can get this done. Just, uh, Wayne, I appreciate that. I appreciate your honesty. That's what I needed. Just that little bit of motivation to drive my lower jaw a little further out than what it already was. Kobe I think you would have gotten more motivation if he sided with me. No, I, I wouldn't have because I knew we would have just been lying on air. All right. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. All right. Wow. Goni, I'll see you at the blocks on Friday. I'll see you at the blocks. See you at the blocks, man. I'll see you in the end zone. Mm. Mm. Nimbleness for MVP. Oh.